0: Are you new to fatherhood? Not sure if you're dadding to your full potential? Well, you've come to the right place. Most dads aren't talking to each other about their lives as dads. Like it's some kind of secret. Well, this is the podcast that takes the secret out of fatherhood. This is not-so-secret dad's business. G'day, hey, g'day, welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business, guys. I'm your host, Nate Newman, and as always, I have the illustrious Judge Gonzo with me. How are you, my man?
1: Stuffing my fucking fat face after the day I had.
0: I know, man, look at the, all those carbs. That's your day's calorie intake right there, brother.
1: We picked up the truck, the moving truck, at 9.30. We got back home at 11.45. 11.45. So we were supposed to get like a cargo van, right? That was supposed to be first, cargo van. When we got there, I looked at the cargo van. I'm like, this dude, like, we'll have to make 17 trips. Like it'll be a waste. Like we'll just be burning through gas. Next to it, they told us they didn't have one. There was a 26 foot truck. I never drove anything like that before. Like I assumed you needed a CDL for that shit. And when we walked in, I was like, is that one available? She's like, yeah, someone was supposed to get it and they never got it. So we go outside and we look. Now it was a real un-Goldilocks situation because we had the cargo van, which was too small, and a 26-foot truck that I assume was way too fucking big. And I was like, we do have a lot of stuff downstairs. It's a lot of big boxes. I fuck it. Let's do it. We ended up getting it for like only 20 $30 more than the other one. And we moved everything. I know people can't see it. This place is fucking empty. Like you might be able to hear it that the sound has nothing to bounce off of. We took a bunch of the glass shelves. We took all the low shelves everything all the figures off the ceiling except for a fucking bat that's hanging above me like all that shit is gone dude now everything else is like piecemeal stuff and my sister's boyfriend is gonna be like look well you could just you know I'll bring my pickup truck up because then it's like little shit I can't bring another big load down there because I don't know exactly what's gonna fit that we have left in the storage but all that shit fit all that shit fit and um Sarah's dad her brother and her mom helped because you know look man I love my friends but when you ask someone to move, it's like asking if they want ass cancer. Yep. Like, no one wants to fucking move, dude. Like, if you ain't doing anything else and you feel like you owe that person a lung, they will help you move. Otherwise, moving is fucking tough, dude. It's tough.
0: Yeah, man. I've, I've been there as well. Like, um, and I, I, I'm sure it's going to happen now that I've got the new truck as well. But back in the day when I had my old truck, you know, I was the first person everybody called to move. Hey, man, you got a truck. Can you help us move? I'm like, yeah, I suppose. like It's it's one of those things you don't want to do it, but you don't want to be an asshole and say no as well. So you're you're caught between a rock and a hard place. And you're like, well, fuck, I'll, I guess I will, but I'm not going to enjoy it. You know? Yeah,
1: which, which when you get a big car, you automatically become, oh, let's all get in a so-and-so's car because we got somewhere to go. So you become the driver. Or I got to move stuff. I don't want to rent a van. I don't want to rent a truck. truck was expensive. They don't want to rent that shit. So they're like, hey, man, can you? And now it's kind of like, I don't know where I fall on that, man. Like, I want people to ask me for help. But if I have a truck and I become like the obligated party, do you feel bad if you had to say no? Right? Like if someone you know and they're like, hey, man, you know, I know you got that truck. Really need your help. Like if you say no because you got something to do. And even if they're like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. Do you feel like shit? Cause I know you got a big heart and shit. Like would that bother
0: you? Yeah, man. Cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a people pleaser at heart, you know, like, like I was saying beforehand, before we started recording, you know, like I'm one of these people that if my friends aren't happy, I'm not happy. Like I, I get my happiness from other people. And I mean, it's, it's somewhat toxic because I mean, I, it's, it's like, I've got to please all these people. So then I feel good. Um, and, and, Quite often that can take away from from my happiness in a way because I'm not putting myself first and I'm not making clear boundaries. But, you know, I mean, I've also been in the position where I'm like, well, look, I can't help you. I've got shit to do, but you can borrow the truck. Yeah. take it, but I can't, I can't help you. No, wait, in
1: Australia, I know when I went to England, your car is not insured. You as the driver is insured. So like if I drove my friend Howie's car, And I get into a wreck. It doesn't go on his insurance. It goes on mine because the person's insurance. Is it like that by you? Yeah, man. That's fucking amazing, dude. That is such a way better idea than the shit that we have. Because they're like, oh, you're 18. It's got to be this much. Oh, you live in this city. It's got to be this much. If you're just insuring the person and it's based on their driving record, you're not giving a bunch of in-case money. Like Chris Rock said it years ago, fucking insurance is in-case shit happens money. But if nothing happens, shouldn't you get a percentage of that back, right? Like you're just giving it to them. So if you need it, you can get it. But if you ain't using it and I pay twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 a year, I don't get half of that back. Like you can't take half. Like I never, and I've been in two accidents. One, I hit a deer and the other one, I hit my ex at the time because there was ice. So like, should my shit be like $20 a month by now? Like I'm never in anything.
0: Yeah, that's it. I, I agree with you. Um, and, and i sorry. I will backtrack a fraction because, like, every obviously everybody's got their own insurance, but the vehicle itself is insured. So, say I've am not I'm the only person on the policy that's insured for that vehicle, right? So, if I if I let say let my my friend borrow it and he he gets in a prank, well then, tough shit. I'm not insured. I've I've got to work that out. Especially if if he, if he's at fault. Uh, but say the other vehicles at fault, well, then it comes off their insurance rather than mine, you know, but, um, yeah, no, I agree with you though. Like it's, it is, it's, it's like in case shit happens, you know, and it, it's like, well, fuck if, if I never use it and then what's worse is that you do use that and then they penalize you by putting your, your, um, your policy rates up. Yeah. And so it's, then it's like, well, what's the what's the incentive of actually using my insurance that are being paid for? Yeah. Because now you guys are going to put my rates up.
1: But like, say you got a clean driving record. We're talking ten years, ain't been in shit, no accidents, no speeding tickets, no points on your license, nothing. If you pay over five dollars a month, that's bullshit. I'm not talking about the first couple of years so you can like make a bank in there. I'm not talking about that. But like, if if you got nothing. How are still people? Oh, well, it's still $112. Oh, why? Because it's a fucking fast car? But my driving record is perfect. I don't know, man. It's just, but again, like all those companies do that pharmaceutical company. It's like, they're all fucking full of shit because you need them because it's illegal not to have it. Actually, a friend of mine who I used to teach in in North used to print out fake insurance cards because apparently at the time, I don't know if they could still do it. I got, I got friends who are cops. I can ask them. The cops ask you for your insurance card to make sure you are insured. When they pull up all your information, your insurance information does not come up. Oh. So he was printing out fake insurance cards. He would hand it to them. They ask for it, but realistically, I think it's just another form of ID. So he did that shit for like twenty-two
0: fucking years, dude, and nothing ever happened to him. So they could they could look at that insurance card, and they can't they can't actually back that up with any information. Then yeah, wow, that's nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. So like your like, points, I think, come up and shit like that. Like, if you have any points on your license. But if you've been clean and you're like, I don't want to pay twelve, thirteen hundred dollars 1300 a fucking year. And I think it's only half the year. Like, I think insurance here goes five months and then six months or something. You get, like, a month in between. And I think it's, like, eight for one part and eight for the other. I've been in two fucking accidents, dude. Two. I'm 41 fucking years old. I shouldn't be paying 150 And my shit just came down. Because the one accident I got in, Geico spiked my fucking rate. And my sponsor is, oh, speaking of which, I got a side tangent about that. My, my sponsor works for Allstate. He gave me a better uh, policy. All that shit. Hey, fucking dads, trust me, you're going to have to deal with this shit because you want to stay all your money. Um, he gave me a better policy for like $45 cheaper just to show they can do it, but they don't fucking want to.
0: No, because they're in the business of making money. The more they can get out of you, the richer they get. I mean, that's that's what the, the aim is, right? You don't make money by fucking throwing it away or, or um, you know, bringing the rates down or anything like that. Like, they're in the, in the business of making money. And, I mean, when you really think about it, insurance is a good way of doing it. Just, it's it's a money-making machine. Because, I mean, they will fight you tooth and nail not to pay you out as well.
1: Yeah, Um. The sidebar conversation I was going to have. Do you listen to uh, uh, Real Ones, to John Barenthal, the guy who played Punisher? He does a podcast called Real Ones. Brings well, on cops, gang members, and shit like that. It's really good. He just had Shia LaBeouf on, who was like a Hollywood pariah for yeah. like ever, because he was abusive to women and stuff like that. Yo, this show was like an hour and fucking 40 minutes, dude. This dude went on. Uh, dude, it was dope. And I always liked dude. I just knew we always had shit happening Mm -hmm. like you know he was in a bunch of fucking movies then he caught a whole bunch of shit and then he tried to just leave acting and people made fun of him for that and at one point because he's talking a lot about the big book right he's talking like you know on page this on page that dude knows his shit talk about going to rehab like but that show overall is dope and obviously they're not giving us fucking money to promote it i just like to promote other shit it's a really good show and besides the punishers in it like how can you fucking beat that um but like it's the it's the connection line between he's a movie star right he's had sex with megan fox and whoever the fuck dude dude's been a walking train wreck for like 10 fucking years got clean right but then he talks about going to this one meeting he's like yeah there's some like you know important people there like stars and shit otherwise it's just a bunch of people like how quickly aa meetings will humble the fuck out of you like if you go as a star say you're a Mega mogul, right? You go in there and everyone knows it's you. Ain't no one making a big deal out of that shit because you're just another drunk. Like, that's it, dude. You got to listen. It's the newest one that just went up. And, like, it's deep. It's deep, dude. Like, has been staying with monks and all kinds of shit. And, like, look, man, I don't know. It's Hollywood, right? So, like, you don't know if he's trying to get back into it, but, like, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. It was a really fucking good listen. It was a really good listen.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I, I like him because it, it seems he's always been pretty upfront about shit anyway. Like, yeah, like you say, he's been a train wreck for ten years. But it's not like he's he's tried to, he's not done d- any damage control or anything like that. He's like yeah, no. it is what it is. But I'm I'm working through my shit. And I mean, I I saw an article just the other day where he was saying that apparently he, he cheated on every woman he's been with, and, and this. He says that, that on the show. But, but I mean, when you when you're Shia LaBeouf, I guess he can do that. I don't know.
1: He spoke about two other things. At one point, he made a, a, a short film. And stole it, stole large parts word for word by some other guy's book and made it, made the fucking video, like made the movie and everything. And when people came after him, like you could tell he wasn't right. because He was like, whatever. And then the other one, honey, honey, something which he's playing his dad in it. Like that. And his dad's a real fucking piece of shit, dude. Really abusive, dude. On the show yesterday, he's like, dude, my dad never hit me once. He was actually a really great dude. He was super fucking supportive. He spanked me once. One fucking time he spanked me. He's like, my dad never laid a hand on me. He was a great dude. But made this whole movie, and people came out with him. Oh, he's so brave to putting this up on his dad and playing his dad, whatever. But he scammed all those people. Like he scammed all those fucking people. And like he went on the show yesterday. He's like, dude, my dad was a fucking awesome human being, man. He was an awesome human being. And then him and his dad started going to rehab together and shit because his dad was all fucked up. It, it was dope, dude. It's a great listen. It goes by fast, and he talks pretty much the whole time. Like normally, it goes back and forth between John and his guests. He he leads the whole thing. I would say nine percent. Is him talking? It's a great fucking listen, man. Like, even if you're not in the program, definitely listen to that shit.
0: Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Well, sp- speaking of speaking of that, because I mean, he mentioned the cheating and all that sort of thing. Last week we were talking about fuckboys, right? And getting the the W W Y D message yes. or the you up message. Yes. So I sent this through to you during the week. I saw this this post in in one of the dads groups on Facebook, right? And I just I wanted to address this because you, if you're asking the question, most of the time you know what the fucking answer is. Of course. So I don't even know why the question was asked. But this is what the post read, okay? Hey, dads, so I need others' opinions. I had an ex-girlfriend reach out to me at 3 a.m. saying she just wanted to say hi and see how I was and she had been debating on reaching out, uh, reaching out for a while. Now my current girlfriend of three years isn't happy about it and she asked me to have no longer have contact with her. I don't see an issue with, it, with this because it's just talking to her and nothing sexual. She just said she's lonely. Guys, nobody, guy or girl, is reaching out at 3am to see how you're doing. That's not what's going on. That is a typical you up, Fucking text message. Yeah. Don't be so fucking gullible to think that it's not sexual. There's an ulterior motive there. Nobody fucking reaches out at 3 a.m.
1: Now, you know me. I love playing devil's advocate only because we're the same person. We like to see the good in people, right? Maybe 99.5. And that's probably less than what it is. 99.5% of the time, it ain't, right? It's totally, it's like, I just want to get laid. We all know it. Yep, But the reason why we know it more than ever is because social media sells a lot of people up, right? And it's easy to say, of course, I would think the same thing, right? Because we see it all the time. But like, what if, you know, Chick was just really lonely, right? Like, what was that the last text message she ever sent? Like, what if she just needed at that point to talk to somebody and she just knew that homeboy was a good, a good conversation? Now, is that probably what it was? No, no. Because I think if you were in desperation like that, like straight up desperation you don't hide it behind. I didn't have anything to do. I was just talking. I was just lonely. You don't do that at three a.m. No. If I were to text an ex, first of all, you could text friends, motherfucker. Like I don't know, but like now, the more I'm thinking about it, I think it's bullshit. But like you could text friends, or but like we also don't know the relationship, you know, that she and 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 dude had. Like maybe they shared a bunch of shit, right? Like I tell fucking I tell Sarah everything's we're getting married. She knows deep shit. Like she knows et- fucking everything. I got no problem with telling her because she doesn't judge. But before her, this friend knew this about me. This friend knew this. And the two never met because you already established certain things with people. So we don't know a lot about what that relationship was. But to me, if I had to reach out, if I was desperate, right? And me and my ex-girlfriend, Angela, we were on the rough, really rough. We decided to patch it up or whatever. If I could not get in touch with her because she was sleeping and it was between living miserably and calling someone. And that was the first person I was like, she'll be able to give me good advice because she's a chick, right? My best friend, Audrey, who I love to death. Maybe she's sleeping, right? But I would start the conversation with that. Like, listen, I know this is fucking weird. I do not want to have sex. I'm literally, I'm literally so depressed. I can't get out of the bed. I don't want to see you. I don't want to meet up. A note. I, I don't need to do that. But that's because I'm real with it. She was like, I'm fucking lonely. Like you couldn't come up with something. Like, why were you really contact me then? Because there's got to be a reason why you're lonely, right? If it was like, yo, I just got broken up with. I had to ask you to my boyfriend, like, what is wrong with me? Like, you broke up with me. This dude broke up with me. Like, talk to me real. What's the fucking problem? But it wasn't. It was just, I'm lonely. What are you doing? I think when you contact someone, especially an ex, you have a real fucking good reason to do it. Like I told Sarah the other day that my girlfriend, Morgan, texted me. We haven't talked, we talk I don't know. Mainly, you know, like pictures on Instagram. She's like, hey, I got these uh, these graphic novels. Um, Again, start with hi, shit, how you doing? She's like, I got these graphic novels, she sends me a picture. She's like, you think I'd sell them on eBay? And anyone who knows anything about graphic novels, I usually don't sell unless they're sold by some, uh, or fucking signed by somebody. I'm like, nah, dude, they're graphic novels. I'm, I'm like, you give them to somebody. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I, I knew I'd be able to talk to you. I said, yeah, that's cool. You know how that conversation did not start? Hey, it's three o'clock in the morning. What you're doing? No, it was here's the picture of these graphic novels. I need to sell these fucking things. So when you're calling with an agenda and it's a innocent agenda, you'll put that on Front Street. And here's how fucking dumb people are. Either they're real dumb or or. Or my old skill of manipulation is still is still hanging on because I used to get away with this shit a long time ago. If I know the trend, because I used to use that. If I know the trend is guys treating girls like shit, which back in the late 90s, the Guido fucking phase happened. All the guys, every motherfucker in New Jersey thought they were Italian, even though they weren't, right? And it was like, oh my God, my boyfriend treats me like shit. I want to find another guy. And then you find another guy who treats you like shit. So I would do the opposite. Because the opposite of love is in hate. It's indifference. When you start doing that to somebody, now they not want to talk to you. So if I met, fucking, I don't know, if I started a conversation with a girl and when she was like, oh my God, you know, blah, blah, I'm like, look, I don't want anything to do with you. You're just standing next to me. Watch how quickly she wants your fucking phone number. Because she looks a certain way. She thinks she could do that shit all the time. So I started using that to my advantage. Fucking work like a charm. And the other thing that used to work is I used to sell other dudes out. Like I see a girl or whatever, we're fucking talk. Oh, my boyfriend said this, this, and this. I'm like, let me tell you something. That's a line, motherfucker. Because I've done the same thing, and I know it was cheap, but he wasn't my friend. I'll send someone out the fucking river to get pussy at that point. Like I don't give a fuck. So it's just weird how so many people are still sending the "What are you doing?" text, and then try to mask it. Like, why would you even do that? Just be like, like the situation you just had. Hey i'm fucking lonely i want to get laid if you're seeing somebody i'm gonna leave you alone if not come over worst fucking thing that can happen is she says no all right but you didn't lose anything you didn't gain anything either because you may have lost ass but you did not have ass on the menu anyway so it's not like she was on her way and then changed her mind then you might have lost something but people need to stop that shit man or get a better gig like get a better line, man. Like motherfuckers have no imagination. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, that that's like, also the guy might have a good heart too, right? Like he's like, dude, I have a girlfriend. She doesn't like it. But my question then becomes, see, now I'm fucking pulling this shit forward and I keep fucking talking and shit. Why is she so, so insecure? Because motherfuckers are always saying, I trust him. I just don't like the girls are going to be there. Motherfucker, that means you do not trust him.
0: That's right. That's right. Because if you trust him and not the other girls, you, you, you for some reason, still think that something going to go on. If something's going on, he's breaking your trust, betraying your trust. So, you, like you said, you don't trust him. If you trusted him, there would not be an issue at now, all. No, I don't. Yeah. And I don't trust guys at all. When Sarah goes out, I don't trust guys
1: but I trust her. So if something happens where there's like a change of plans or whatever and dudes are involved, I'm like, listen, I'm just telling. like, I get it. They said plans changed. They really did not. You're a bunch of single girls going out. There's a bunch of fucking guys getting me up. But you. I'm just saying, watch those motherfuckers. But I never get mad at her. Like I used to in the beginning because I have real trust issues, but it's not about her because if I trust her, I'd be able to drop her in a room with fucking dudes with their dicks out and she'd be like, hey, I'm gonna go get a fucking drink and she'll leave because that's how I trust her. now. If that doesn't happen and she does something and I find out about it, you leave. Because do you want to be with someone like that? No. So you actually gain something. You lost someone that fucked around. You gained your freedom. But that whole line, yo, people need to stop that shit. Oh, I trust him. I just don't trust the people around him. That's bullshit, dude. That's like saying I trust my car, but I don't trust the road. I'm not talking about other drivers, right? But- You can't blame someone's surroundings for how they act. Because if you put me in a room with a million dollars and you say, if you touch this, someone's going to shoot you in the head. I touch touching that fucking money because now there's a negative attached to it. Now, if they're like shooting in the head and bid a million dollars, you'd be like, well, maybe if I just touch one, then that's your fucking stupidity. That's not on them. That's on you. But that actually brings me back to like a dad point. You are never a single dad right? Like on the prowl, you were just Nate an and I got a kid, right? What do you think the number one problem for like, say you're, I guess if you're younger, it's okay. Right. But like, I, I was 36 when I hit the dating scene again, man. And like, I didn't want to do, like, I felt embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like by a certain age, you're like I should have somebody.
0: Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. I, I always thought I was meant to be married, have kids at 21. You know, that's what my mom did. She was yeah. pumping out kids by the time she was twenty-one. She was she was married and all that sort of thing. I thought that's what you did, and so I I went through like a quarter-life crisis. I hit twenty-five and I I hadn't even got married yet. Well, I was about to get married. I got married on the fifth and then turned twenty-five on the on the eighth. But that's part of the reason why I got married the first time was was it was like I'm meant to have my shit together. I'm meant to been married having kids and and this that the other and so I sold out my own happiness for a marriage that I thought everybody expected me to be in yeah I think yeah yeah you're right I think being a single
1: dad these days is easier because then you got single moms to pick from I don't think anyone wants that like Sarah inherited a child but she knew right it's not like I I went to a singles bar and it was like, by the way, I got a kid. Like, it wasn't like that. We just established a relationship first. Single guys, man, because you see them, right? Like, you go out, like, say you're stopping at a bar or you stop at a casino or whatever. And there's that one guy who's like 46. He's still got, like, the open shirt with the rope chain and, like, the hair and, like, the clothes don't fit the same anymore. And he's, like, hanging out by himself at the bar. I'm just like, dude, it kills me. Now, they may be like, I don't mind. That's fine. But like, I'm like, dude, aren't you embarrassed a little bit? And they all look like Guido dudes because back in the late 90s, they never stayed with a chick. They bounced from chick to chick. And all the chicks looked exactly the same. So it's always that looking dude who's like at the bar by himself. If it's like a fucking old school hardcore dude or a dude with a beard or whatever, they're usually there with friends. They're not there trying to show off. Like, what are you showing off? Like, if you got the gut, right, that hangs over your belt and shit, and you go to a 20s club? 20s, late 30s? Like you're hoping someone got a daddy kink? Cause that shit don't really exist anymore, dude. Like that shit's like now skinny dudes are in, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think being a single dad, there's there's apps that cater to single parents now.
0: You can oh, find something like really?
1: that. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Dude, there's one called like love of farmers, where like if you're a farmer, you could sign on fuck, find somebody, clean Velveeta, like that shit, dude. Like that there's now a dating website for fucking everybody, for everybody, dude, everybody. There's trans dating, there's this dating, there's interracial dating, there, where you could just go on and specifically look for what you're looking for. Um, single guys deal with Tinder, right? Like it's yeah. not specialized. It's not like oh, I'm a lifter looking for other lifters, but I guarantee that there's a dating site out there for lifters. Dude, you know there's a dating site out there for nerds? Wow, really? Where Where you, where you have to have some sort of fandom like i'm a 40k dude or i'm a i'm a i'm a world of Warcraft, i'm a cosplayer or whatever they got all that shit you know what there's not one for 45 fucking year old dudes still trying to chase after their fucking their 20s so like that's that's tough man like you're like you're shooting for a very very small target in the wind with fog like like that's tough
0: man i agree with you man like i mean Look, I wasn't at the time. I wasn't a single dad, but I'd just come out of a relationship where I was, you know, looking after three kids. I think they were like six, eight, and ten, or something along those lines at the time. And you know, I was doing school pickup and and all this. This was during my rockabilly days, right? So like, um, when I was when I was with this woman, I had a bald head, so like I was wearing like fucking pork pie hats and I had a goatee and shit, and and everybody at the school, the teachers, were like. Who the fuck's Joel Madden over there? Like, who's, who's that dude, right? But then after we split up, you know, I'd grown my hair back out and everything, and I was going out to to, to bars and stuff like that by myself. I, I don't I don't have friends here, so I, it's I, I had no one to go out with. But I've got the pompadour all fucking slicked back, and I'm feeling like hot shit. Fucking my memories on Facebook, dude. Around that time, I fucking embarrassing because it's all these posts of the lone wolf was out on the prowl and and all this sort of shit and it's like what the fuck were you playing at night like that is not fucking attractive to anyone
1: no no and but you spoke to something that could have worked right hey i'm 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 look i'm on a uh um uh like a swinger stop not 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 sexual swingers, right? Swing dancing, right? Like, I'm in for the old school shit. I'm sure there's one out there for that, too. Like, old school rockabilly shit. First of all, them outfits are on chicks. Them outfits, like, you know, a dude can get away with just, like, a button-up shirt and slick hair or whatever. Yo, the fucking rockabilly girl look with, like, the pin curls and shit. Dude, that shit is fire, man. And it's not even like you have to have a certain body for it. Because there's something for everybody, man. Like, Sarah wanted to get one of those. Like, with the dress with, like, the reverse bandana. With the, that shit is hot. But, like, that's not something... Like, they wear that on a daily basis because they live that lifestyle. If yes, we were going to yeah. do that, we would have to go to, like, a speakeasy, right? And rock out and shit like that and listen to, like, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy and shit. Like, we would have to do that. But even the dudes who are still in that realm probably go hang out at those places. Like, they don't have a problem. But the single dude that never had a personality because he took the late 90s jersey personality and became that dude... There's no like come hang out with old fat guys who used to hang out at the New Jersey like dot com. Like that, that shit doesn't exist. But I think single dads don't don't have that. Right. Like you could be like a rockabilly single dad, right? You could be a, a, a old old school hardcore kid single dad. I am, right? You could be or or was, right? I'm a nerd single dad. That shit helped me. But like if you had no personality because your whole personality was a revolver on the fucking Jersey shore. No one wants to hang out with you. Nah, that's it, no man. one. That's right. Because that's you right. still have that fucking shit personality where you think being cruel to everybody is dope. That's not dope. Um, Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. Like, and I know, a, like, I have a bunch of single mom, single dad friends Or I found this person on this website, like, specifically fucking single parents and shit, because your schedule is a little more fucked up like, right. Oh, I get my kid on the weekends. Well, I got my daughter on Monday and Tuesday. And by the way, you got to work around that
0: shit. That's right, man. That's right. And I mean, somebody without kids as well is not going to understand that. And they're going to go, "Are you fucking real, man? This is this is a chore. Yeah. This is a fucking chore. All I want to do is date you. Yeah. I don't want to have to schedule my shit Inherit, around yeah. somebody else.
1: But I get. But again, because we're connected, I got lucky because of Sarah, you got, and Christine got lucky with you, right? It's just reversed, right? Because she could have had a whole motherfucking problem finding somebody knowing that there was a kid on the way, a kid on the way, dog, not a kid that she had, a kid that was on the way. And you're like, I don't fucking care. Like, I love you. I'm gonna love the kid and blah, blah, blah. You and Sarah are rare fucking people, man. Because if I met a girl who was just fresh pregnant, that means she had just, I don't care what the situation was, whether fly by night or whatever. She just got pregnant by somebody. Maybe it's an next boyfriend. Maybe it's a, 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 a one night stand or whatever. That's a lot to take on. That's a lot to take on because the person now, I imagine Christine at some point was like, yo, you cannot be for real. Like no one wants to do this. Like no one wants to like, why would you want to do that?
0: She almost didn't date me because of it.
1: Right That's what I'm saying. She must have not believed you at first, or at least somewhat
0: no i, I to her she was Sanchez recently to her, I was like a fucking unicorn because she's like there is no guy out there this nice right like right. guys are not this fucking nice. they are not i uh, again, don't get me wrong, I'm not big noting myself, but she's like there are n- there aren't any guys out there that are this fucking selfless like he's willing to. Date me, and, and like, dude, to the point where, like, I've said it before. She gave me a twelve-month window where I could fucking bail, scot yeah. free, right? You know, because she knew, right, right, yeah. Because she's like, look, at, at some point, this is gonna get too hard. But at least if you bail in the early, early, like the first year, he's not gonna remember you. It's not gonna fuck him up later on in life, you know. So. I jokingly said at his first birthday, I'm like, yeah, so um, you know, I'm thinking this is a bit too much, like is it too late? She's like, nah, big boy, you're fucking stuck. See, you but
1: know? it's funny how the how the tragic line of you can leave now playfully turned into like, I don't know, man, I was thinking I get to about five and it split that's not okay. And she's like, No, you can't. Like that becomes a cool like a cool jest. Like tragedy literally turned into comedy, right? Like, she was expecting me to be like, I'm out. Even when you're like, I'm not out, she was like, this motherfucker's gonna leave. Like, there's no way. And then, like, because we do that shit, too. Like, with Sarah's age and shit. I'm like, damn, babe. Like, you're gonna be, like, getting into your, like, good years. And, like, I'm gonna be at the nursing home and shit. Like, obviously, there's hyperbole involved and shit. And she's like, that's all right. I'll bring you fucking food that you ain't gotta chew. Like, now it becomes a joke. Where it's just like, we, like, we're in that comfortable spot. Like, she knows when she turns... 70 i'm gonna be fucking 86 like she gets it but more than that when she turns 30 i'm gonna be 46 there's something i think weirder or more taboo about 30 and 46 than there is 40 and 56 i think there's something weird about 20 and 36 yeah but but there's a sweet spot in there where it doesn't matter
0: anymore. Yeah, it seems to like, yeah, the older, the older you get, the more acceptable it is almost. Right. Like, I mean, you think about it, like, what? Well, there's a 16-year age difference between you and Sarah, right? So there's like something really fucked up about a 16-year-old having feelings for a fucking infant. But like you say, at, you're in your 40s. Now it's totally different. It's a different thing. And come your 50s, it'll be even more acceptable. Like, why Why is that age gap change? Like you say, as you get older, it's it's weird. And there's still,
1: and again, you know, I got Hunter, so I got to consider him. Like, the first couple months, I was like, we can't be together. Like, I can't have you meet my kid, which is another fucking ball. Like, if you got someone that ain't got kids, you can't bring somebody around all the time. You can't. Because then the kid's like, what the fuck is going on, right? Kid can't cognize that shit. Um, But like, I also have to think about like, okay, she's going to be 30, right? Cause women hit their sexual peak in like thirties and shit like that. She'll be 30. i I'll be fucking 46. And just like, now I'm worried about that stage. Right. It seems like every, every time because of this, like we used to say we were doomed at start, like we were going to get shirts that say we're doomed on. Cause every time there's been, it's been, she's 24. I'm fucking 39. How, how do I meet her friends? right? But her friends are all in their fucking twenties and shit. Now I'm the old guy coming around, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that was worried. Then I got worried about her meeting Hunter. Then I got worried about Hunter not liking her. Then I got worried about Jenny meeting her because Jenny's the fucking nutcase. Like I love her to death, man, but Jenny don't play no shit with nobody. Like at one point my, uh, I was having a problem with my, with one of my exes. I called Jenny and I was like, yo, this chick refuses to leave. She's like, I'm getting in my car. Cause she would have came up and dragged her out by her fucking hair. Jenny didn't give a shit. I've
0: I've seen photos of Jenny, and she looks like the type of girl that has a shotgun in the fucking gun rack in the truck. Man, like she does not look like she fucks around,
1: dude. Hunting neighborhood, but she would rather throw a tomahawk at you or a bow and arrow. Like she ain't shooting you. Like she's gonna do fucking damage. Like I told everyone on this when she was like eight, nine. Her dad used to set up playing cards on a tree and she used to split fucking cards with tomahawks. Like she don't need to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't need to do that shit. And plus she's mama bear protective. So Hunter wasn't here. It's not like the girl was mouthing off for being stupid while Hunter's here. But Jenny knows that Hunter's safe spot is here. And if I'm fucked up, it's now making an uncomfortable situation for him. So she's like, I'm getting in the car. I got off the car. I'm like, yo, Jenny's on her way up. And she's like, no, she's not. I'm like, Jenny's on her fucking way up. I'm telling you right now, if you're here, when she's here, she's going to hurt you and say you were trespassing in the fucking house. I was like, and she knows all the cops in this area. I was like, I suggest you fucking leave. Oh, you're just saying this to stop this fight. No, I'm telling you that right now I want to stop the fight, but I pulled my Trump card on you. She will come up here and she will fucking pull you out by your jaw. She fucking left. Left, dude. Hot, hot left. And I was like. I did it. So about five minutes later, i fucking, uh, I called Jenny. I'm like, yo, she's gone. He's like, I'll turn around. I'm like, yo, you legit got in the car. She's like, I don't fuck around. But like, she's like, here's, here's why I can denote who wants to fight. Even in my older ages between who doesn't people who don't want to fight, get loud. Cause they're trying to peacock to get you not to fight. Cause they don't want to fight. Yep. People are like, Oh dude, you wouldn't fucking go. And you're like, yeah, just let me finish this drink and then
0: we'll go around back. That's the person you got to fucking. You're always got to watch out for the quiet ones, man.
1: Yeah, because they're not. Because it's not that
0: they're they're quiet.
1: It's because the adrenaline pump of fighting never hit them. Because they're just like, all right, well, we'll fucking fight. Like, uh, like, what's the worst that you can do? We'll fucking, like, pop out one of my teeth. Doesn't matter. I'll spit it out, put it down, and we'll keep fucking fighting. Like, you You don't fight even kill. Like I used to say it all the time. Like, you don't fight ugly. Do you like? Would you right now go out and fight a bum? Nah, dude. A bum's going to fucking bite your nose off. The bum don't give they a fuck. No-
0: they got nothing to lose, yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, I have a job. And I will still, when I need to, handle business. The other people you always want to fight as well is people like, well, you don't know me. I had fucked six flights last year. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you did. All right, so let me finish this drink and we'll go out back. Watch how fast they like go to dive at you and all their friends. Grab them and push them outside. That motherfucker didn't want to fight. Because if he wanted to
0: fight, he'd be like, all right, let's go out back. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's almost like, um, have you seen that movie uh, Once for Warriors? It's set, in, it's set in Auckland, and um, it's actually in a uh, set in a pub. There's a pub there called The Flying Jug. That's the nickname of the place because there's so many fucking bar fights.
1: Oh, my God. It's a fucking great name for a fight bar, dude.
0: Yeah, so, you know, this big Maori fella, Jake the muss he goes over to the, the jukebox because there's this dickhead playing the jukebox while there's a girl trying to sing on stage. And uh, he walks up. He goes, hey, bro, you, you lift some weights, do you? And he's like, you want to fucking fight? You know, this other guy. And he's like, no, I don't. But that was it. You know, fucking head into the jukebox, beats the shit out of this guy. And, and that's the thing. He didn't raise his voice. He's he just like, hey, bro, you lift, you lift weights. What's, what's going on? And yeah, it's that quiet one. You've got to fucking watch. Like, I would not fuck with you if I saw you in a dark alley, not because of how you look or anything, but it's the way you carry yourself.
1: Yeah, and that 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 in my later years, yeah, that gets me a lot of a lot of out of a lot of shit. Because people around here, like, is a bar town. There's 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 more liquor stores in a mile radius than there is like schools. Right, like at one point there's. I'm not bullshitting in the shop right about a mile away. There's a liquor store in that same complex there's a liquor store. If you come up and go around the corner after the bank, there's another liquor store. If you make the right, there's another because that's what people do up here. So it's just like, I never worry because I don't have to. And I think that's why I get out of a lot of shit because honestly, if look, man, if, look, and, and if a bunch of young people are like, dude, where the fuck are you going. I'm like, I'm going home. I suggest you do the same. I'll just get my car. Like I'm trying to avoid shit at this point because a, I don't want that shit. Dude. I'm a teacher. dude. I was just on the fucking news, dude. I
0: was just I know, on the news. Dude. Fucking congratulations, man. That was awesome. You got your third. I worked it out. 13 seconds of fame. You got ripped off two seconds, bro. It actually was. So
1: I talked to fucking Sarah. She's like, so you've been in a movie, a TV show and the news. I said, I was in the news twice and the newspaper. You can't fucking forget that. Um, But like, and, and, and secondly, you can't fight a drunk person because you will kill a drunk person. Yeah. A drunk person might not feel pain as much, but you still hit them in the right spot of their jaw. They're going to go night-night, and they ain't getting back up because they can barely fucking stand as it is. So I just wave drunk people off.
0: Yeah, and they're fucking limp as fuck. They're nice and loosey-goosey and all that sort of shit. Like, you you belt them, their head's going to whip back and hit the concrete. Yeah,
1: And we know because we've done it. We've also watched boxing before. You got strong legs. Your body won't fall, but you'll be out. You'll be dead on your feet. You got a drunk person who can't stand. You don't have to hit them. You just need to mush them. Because as soon as they go down, you can just stomp them out. And like, that's the end of that. And actually, the other thing that I'll do or didn't do is I don't push people before a fight. What the fuck I want to do that for? Like, I don't want to play patty cake with you. Like, I'm just going to hit you. Yeah. you sucker punched me. No, I didn't. You said you wanted to fight and fucking fall. You just lost. Um, but, but let's transition real quick. Yes. I wanted to ask you, because based on what happened last week, which I'm sorry, I missed fucking, I missed last week. I had a lot of shit going on, um, especially with this fucking move. Um, I wanted to talk about obligations between, because we kind of went over this, where what a stepdad's obligation is and what he's allowed to do versus what he should be like, you got to call your dad on that. Um, and, and I tried to look up, I actually tried to look up articles. There's none dealing with like what you should like establish with with like a blended family. I'm in one, you are not, you could be, but you're not, which we said the last with thank fucking God, right? But like, how about discipline, right? Like what is this, like say, say you, so, all right, so you're Eli's dad. Mm -hmm. um say however his mom was somebody else or whatever and she started redating somebody obviously you meet the dude first you always do that right he ain't seeing my fucking kid until i meet him first and i mean meet him like i leave with the person like we go for a walk we go for a drive and shit i'm talking to around people because you are gonna put on airs um what do you want that stepdad to do in terms of discipline versus what are you like now if that happens call me like, what do you think that obligation is there for somebody else who says really nice, great fucking dude? He's awesome. You got no problems with him. However, a discipline issue comes up. Where is the limit? Like, what is he allowed to do versus what he is not allowed to do?
0: Look, I think from my from my my standpoint here, my my opinion of of, of this is the fact that he's. That's yeah, a tough one, right? In, yeah, he's still an. I'm trying to word this right. He's an adult in the house. He's still an authority right. figure, right? So there's still going to be some sort of respect there because, I mean, he's dating your your, your kid's mother. Right. So there's something there. And out of respect for your mother, you know, you listen to your stepfather. Uh, if, if it's something like cleaning your room and, and shit like that and, hey, you got to fucking get this shit done... Go ahead, yeah. tell him what's got to be done. Of course, like, if it's something something massive, again, I I don't know. Look, it, it depends on the relationship that you have the guy yes. have with the guy, right? Yeah. Because if you guys have a really really good relationship with each other, say you you become like best buds, right? And your your ex wife is like, what the fuck just happened yeah. here? Um, which should be okay. Like, there's no reason why okay. that should be okay. But like, there shouldn't be an issue because you, you should be on pretty much the same Same page. side.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if if the kid calls at 1 a.m. and they're drunk and, hey, I need a ride, well, then.
1: Oh, he I better go he, fucking do that. That's better, yeah, better of
0: because, yeah, I, I expect you as, as a caregiver, as a as a guardian in that house to be taking that responsibility.
1: You bring up a really good one. So let's start with that one, right? Kid gets drunk, calls his house. Stepdad wakes up. Mom's sleeping. Goes pick him up. Of course, because he's going to do that, right? Pick him up on the way back. Here's how I want that scenario to go down. Absolutely pick up my kid. Call me. Get me up. I want to talk to him, right? It could be in the car, like especially if a good relationship, be in the car. I want to talk to him first, right? You are allowed to have the secondary talk, but I want to talk to him first. And based based on discipline of that uh, it's weird man because you're right it is about the relationship because i want him to be like no man if you want him to mow the lawn every fucking day for the next year he got to do that shit Mm -hmm. because he's living in your house yeah say what a fucking drove through fucking front like that's that's you like tag team like that's you but i would also do the same thing if Say Sarah went down to go see her brother. Her brother's a, a, a decorated, a decorated like military. I don't know what he is. I, I don't want to put it out there. You decorated military cat. Say Hunter was a little older. He went down to go visit him and he fucked something up. Yeah, I want him to take care of it. Yeah, because I trust him to take care of it. Now, if it's a dude who say Jenny a little older and she just started dating somebody then gets that phone call. You ain't fucking going to do that because you haven't established that yet.
0: No, that's right. That's right. That
1: she got to go get him. And I expect him as a as a man in this situation to be like, look, I, look, that's not like, I can't do that. Like, I will stay up for you. I'll make you coffee. But while you're having that conversation, I ain't saying shit. As a matter of fact, I don't even want to be in a room because I don't want to be looking at him while you're having that conversation because that's not my place to to poke in right there. Say the next morning, he's sitting there and you want to be like, listen, man, I just want to tell you, like, I've known drunks before, like you, you genuinely could have hurt yourself or somebody else. Like I didn't dress you down or whatever, but you've got to be careful. That to me is new dad kind of situation or new, new dude in the picture. That's fine. But if you're dating someone for a month and that phone call comes in, dad's like, I'll go get him." No, the fuck you won't. No, you won't. He don't know you like that, especially if the kid's older, like that's got to be tough for dad. And again, back to dad, that's gotta be tough. Say you do start dating somebody and their kid's 15 already don't like you unless they don't have a good relationship with their parents. That's fucking rough, dude. I want to talk to a dad who started dating somebody who had like a daughter who was 16 or a son who was 17. I think by the time you turn 21, 22, you don't give a fuck. I'm talking about those pain in the dick years where you're just a little cunt the entire with 13 through fucking 18. Not all the time, but a majority. Because I imagine you can't tell that kid shit without them saying like, that's not your job. That's my mom's job. That's my dad's job. Because then, yeah, like when they call you, like I told this motherfucker off. You, All right, look, I get it. But you also need to be respectful too, right? So I feel like in my situation, unless it was something extreme and was fucked up, I would calm the kid down and be like, listen, man, I appreciate that. Like, I get it. But you got to understand because a lot of times it's this conversation. No one's taking my place, dude. Like no one's taking my plate. It doesn't matter what he fucking does. So I understand why you're acting the way you do, but you don't have to do that, right? If he's a good dude and he's in the house, you treat him with respect. It, it, and if your idea of respect looks like, well, I don't want to be in a room with them. Okay, don't go up to your fucking room. Like no one's forcing you to sit down and eat fucking dinner with everybody. If your mom asks you and she's like, look, I need you to do this for me. Word, you sit there. You ain't got to say shit. Answer yes or no's. But if she's trying to establish that, that situation, a five-year-old's going to do it. Nine-year-old's going to do it. I think when you turn 14 in that weird fucking age, man, that's got to be rough. That's got to be fucking rough,
0: man. Well, look, I've kind of been in this situation before myself because, as I said earlier, I was dating a woman in the pinup scene. She had a six-, eight-, and ten-year-old. Uh, the younger two were boys, and the oldest one was a girl, right? So that was the first time I'd ever dealt with girls um but being in that situation as well i didn't i didn't discipline them cuz i was like i'm that's not my fucking place you know now i would talk with their mother and go this is the the issue that we've had today uh how do you want to handle it
1: that's the move like look man i know you went out but he's upstairs just did some shit broke some shit whatever the fuck it was like i'm not telling him to do shit like, you got to tell me what to do right now because the last thing you want if you are a dad and it's a daughter, and she's 16. I don't even want to be like, and she already don't like me? Don't even put me in that house alone. No, no. 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 No, Not fucking all. That's a recipe for fucking disaster. Yeah, because it just happened to someone that I know. Person didn't do shit. Has all the evidence that they didn't do shit. This person... So you can, if you really fucking wanted to, you can text your own phone number and then erase the other, like erase the doubles and act like you had a conversation with someone. Now you pull phone records. You could see that did not happen. But if you do that to somebody, that person's fucked until you can clear yourself. Fucked. So if it's actually not even a girl, I want to be there period until a relationship has been established. You ain't leaving me there on fucking week two. talk about, I got to go to the store. You better take that little bitch with you then. Cause you already looked at me like I don't fucking like me. Not gonna be that because you could be in the basement, she could be upstairs. As soon as the mom comes home, she starts talking shit. Nah, dude, no. Nope. I ain't
0: see, fucking. Doing I, that. I was I was kind of lucky in that situation too because her dad lived two doors up on that on the same street, right? So again, oh, if cool. I was If I was having massive issues, I'd be like, right, get your ass up the road, go see your grandfather. I'm I, I can't deal with you right now. But one one in particular that really stands out, right, is. Is uh, I was home alone with the kids, and the daughter was told before her mother left, like, "You've got to clean your room, get this shithole tidied up." Right. And so I'm there the whole day. I can't discipline her, so all I'm like, all I'm doing is like, "Hey, your mum said you need to get your shit clean." Like, that's what
1: you have to say. Like, use that as the hammer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yep. you've got to get it done because you know when your mum gets home and it's not done, there's gonna be consequences. And she's like, well, you're not my dad. I don't have to listen to you. I'm like, no, like, you're no not you ain't really. listening to I'm me. Not, I'm just I'm reminding you. I, yeah, I'm just telling you, this is what your mum wanted. And that's it, you know. And then, so her mum got home and I was like, hey, look, it's, it's still a fucking tip in there. What do you want to do? Yeah. And she goes, that's it. You go go get the fucking bin. Drag it inside. For a, and we're going to chuck everything in the fucking bin, right? And I was like, oh, okay. So I turned around to this young girl and went, hey, I warned you today. Like, I tried to tried to tell you, get your room clean. I've just spoken to your mother about it. She says, all your shit's going in the bin. Oh, you're a fucking asshole. Why'd you have to go fucking snitch? "And da, 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 da. I don't need to snitch. All she has to do is walk into your room and see you haven't done shit. So, whatever. But then, and this is, I got real, real stuck in a real sticky situation because like, we've thrown all this shit in the bin, the kids go to bed, and then mum's out the front in the dark, getting trash bags, pulling all the stuff out of the bin, and stashing it in the bedroom. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, well, this was expensive shit, I'm not just throwing it away. I'm like, but, so you've given her a punishment, but now it's not even fucking sticking. I said, don't get me wrong, I'm not telling you how to discipline your kids, but I mean, this doesn't seem like it's going to work. And of course, that opened up a whole can of worms. We ended up having a blue. You're not their father. You have no right to tell me what you think about how I discipline my kids. Da, 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 da. I went, again, you're right. Yeah, look, fuck this. I'm going for a walk. I'll leave you to do what you got to do. I'm not going to touch the subject yet. And it's weird because
1: you had two routes, right? But they're both shit. Route number one is you throw the stuff out. Like, I don't think I would even have did that. Like, that's because th- that just open. You because that's, that's on the mom too. She can't ask you to do that, but don't, th- that's not cool. Cause then she's going to kill, you know, the kid is going to kill the messenger, right? The other route you could have took was like, listen, man, your mom said that I'm supposed to throw away all your shit. So what I'm going to do is we're going to do the shit together and we're going to get each other out of trouble. Okay. You could do that to establish a, like, look, I understand she said that she asked me to do this. I don't want to do it. So we're going to do it together. Now, in that situation, that might get you some brownie points. But when a mom comes home, I'd be like, listen, I I didn't feel comfortable chucking all their shit. So I said that we were going to do it together. But I also said that I was going to tell you. And I think in a situation like that, mom can't get mad. She'd be like, yo, you're real lucky that he decided to do that. But I also don't want her getting mad at the kid either. Because a kid in that formative age of you're not my dad, she got every right in the world to be like, you can't throw away my shit. Like she does. She might not be justified technically because you're still an adult in the house, but I can understand, but you can't think about it from, you know, 30, 35, 40 years old. Like you can't do that. No. Because if you're in that situation, you, you had a stepmom and a stepdad and shit, right? Did anyone try to do anything fucked up and be like, nah, you're gonna do this because you're in my house. Like, did either? It, it didn't really sound like you had that kind of relationship.
0: No, well, like with my stepfather, um, like we we blended really quickly. Like, we had no choice but to follow rules. Right? He has five sons. My mum has five kids. Uh, you know, two bo- three boys, two girls, and there were thirteen of us living in the same fucking house. When you've got that many people, you have to have routine. You have to have a schedule. It's it's It was like fucking military precision. Everybody, like you, you lined up at dinner time and stood at the fucking pot with your plate and it got dished up. There you go. There you go. Off you go. Keep the line moving. Let's keep going. And so it was a case of you're in my fucking house. You do as you're told. But it wasn't like... It wasn't one sided. It was the same rules for his kids, same rules for us. There was no no differentiation there. Um, and so, I mean, look, we we all tried breaking my mum and my stepdad up. They got married, and like between the the ten kids, us ten kids, we were taking bets. Like, I, you know what? I bet we can. How it gonna last? Year. Yeah, yeah. It's not gonna last a year. We can we can fucking blast this out of the water. I think they're like eighteen years down the track now, still happily married. Like they're they're awesome together, you know. But yeah, like that's just where I've got the respect for him because it was it was the same set of rules right across the board, and there was no "you're not my dad." It was a, it was a case of we we respect you because this is your house. We are living in your house, you know. Our family had moved into his house, so again, it's it's like we were not on our own ground if that makes sense yeah of course so we had to we had to toe the line you know and and over the years we've always joked around as well that there was like a a different dynamic for the taylors and a different dynamic for the for the robinsons and yeah we're very different families like we we have different sense of humor like it drives my stepfather nuts cuz My family will sit there and talk about farts and bodily functions at the dinner table and laugh about it, Uh, whereas, you know, him and his family, they don't do that. That's fine. And so, yeah, like I say, but there was always that one set of rules for everybody.
1: Yeah, so before Sarah, I dated this girl, who, ironically enough, was my first kiss ever in kindergarten. (laughs) We went behind some books in a library, right? Uh, so years later on instagram she found me she's like oh my god you know i haven't seen you fucking kid like i knew her face though because we went to the first i don't know two grades together or whatever and that's how she fucking felt um we ended up going on a date clicked really well and thought it was like a kismet thing where it was just like oh shit you were my first kiss shit like that thing going really well i met her two kids on facetime in the age of they should hate me it was like eight and twelve or something mm-hmm. they're so fucking nice dude they were nice kids talking to me about comics and everything also met the dad on FaceTime too, because they still had a close relationship. Now, ultimately, we didn't work out because the family got back together. In a situation like that, you got to let that rock. That's right. Like, that is that is their unit. If they found a way to work it out, you got to let that go. Now, also, obviously, the more years you put in, yeah, of course it's gonna be fucking hard. Like no one wants to put in five years and they're like, I'm gonna go back. So I think there's a I think you still have to but I think it limits the interaction time. Like if it happens in the first two months, yeah, cool. Maybe still stay friends on Instagram or whatever you congratulate them on their renuptial nuptial or whatever. It's like five years in. I think you got to let that go. But you don't ever talk to that fucking person anymore because now you just put in that time and now they decided and that's fucked up because they didn't just decide it, which means they were having conversations sans you about what their fucking plans was going to be. So it's just like, Yeah, man, I think as the as the person on the outside, regardless of age, man, if they decide to work it out, you gotta let that go, dude.
0: And look, I mean, this is a dad show, right? We have in a way, we kinda have to come down to the 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 decision of whatever's best for the kids. You gotta remove yourself from that because it's not like you say, it's their unit, right? And at the end of the day, if if they're going getting along well as not a toxic household well, then it's gonna benefit the kids. You got you got to step back.
1: Yeah, and like also, so Jenny got out of a really big, her current dude's also. She's got out of a bad relationship where a dude was cheating on her and shit like that. And Hunter called me, and he's like, "Mommy's crying. We got to move out of Mister Blah's house, right?" I didn't put his name out there. He's a piece of shit. Um, now so my kid had to see that. So now I'm hot, right? I'm hot. Jenny gets on the phone. She's like, "No, it's fine." I found out some fucked up shit uh it was my bad but we're gonna end up leaving i said all right hunter was still younger so he's fine he's just like hey we gotta move didn't really pick it up but they were still talking afterwards but like he was being vindictive and he was like well i still want to facetime hunter i was like jenny if 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 his ipad rings and it's him i'm going to put him in the hospital I want to put him in the hospital. There is no reason why someone you dated for a year wants to stay in contact. I think at the time he was like six with our six-year-old. I said that's fucked up and weird on many fucking levels. Now he was probably just saying it to get her goat, right? But that would have warranted a, a, a house call. Like I would have went over there, and it wouldn't have been fucking good. Like because you first of all, that shit sounds creepy. Second of all, you did all the dirt in that relationship and now you're trying to hold on to kid. So they ended up still going to the same gym. So I was like, all right, I'm going to come up. That day he quit the gym. Because I was like, no, I'm, like I want to have a conversation with where his mindset is. I didn't say I was going to kick his ass. I never said that because going back to what we said, you know, not fucking do that. I said, no, no, no. I'm gonna come up and ask him for his rationale on why that is. Dude stayed for a warm-up and ended up leaving. Because I was like, I'm gonna come up there and fire it. Cause then you're just peacocking. That's what she's about. So I'm gonna come up. I said I'm gonna come up and have a conversation with him. Packed the shit and left. She hadn't seen him since. And it was just like, cause he had no rationale. He was just trying to be shitty. Cause at that point, because at that point he had an old phone that he let Hunter use because his games were on that and shit. And she said he can keep the phone or he said she keep the phone because it wasn't on a plan. It was just like a wifi thing. Like it just became like a glorified fucking iPad. And he's like, well, if, well, if you do that, I want to, I was like, you don't get rights, dude. No, you don't get rights. As a matter of fact, everything that you get is wrongs. Like you don't get to interact with my
0: son. Yeah. You're right. And you're right. That is odd because I mean, like, look with, with that relationship that I mentioned earlier, Like, they were great kids. I Mm love the kids. Of course. But they're not my friends, so there's no reason to, you know, if I'm not dating their mother, there's no reason to have any contact with them. Secondly, they've got their own father. They have a father, right? Yeah. He lives around the corner from them. Yeah. So it's it's not like I'm trying to do some sort of fucking manly uh, duty of, being a father figure in these kids' lives and still leading them down, that's not my fucking responsibility.
1: Right. Now,
0: like, Why would I want to try and still FaceTime right. the kids?
1: Now, on the reverse of that, my my best female, and I love Audrey to pieces, my best female friend is my friend Ashley. When I go to every fucking yeah. house on Wednesday and we watch fucking bad Nicolas Cage movies, that is my ladybug, man. I fucking love that girl. She's also made out of godlike material. She had breast cancer and beat it, then was on her way here and got into a car accident. She was hit head on by a drunk driver That's right, that should have killed her. Me
0: that.
1: Now she's up, she's walking around, she's like going on hikes and shit. Like she is fucking indestructible and she should be because she's an awesome person. She was dating this dude for 15, 16 years, pretty much raised the kids because the mom was a piece of shit. Um, after i broke up, about 15, 16 years later, she still contacts the kids. Good. You helped raise those kids. At that point, he does not get to pull the plug. You kept someone in their fucking life for over a decade. They call her mom. You don't get to do that because at that point now you're vindictive. I'm not talking about one year in. No, no, no. No, I'm not talking about that at all. You change diapers for the one girl who's now in high school. Right. Yeah. Like, that's
0: a whole different ballgame. Whole different ballgame.
1: But that's what I'm saying. It's all situational. It's all situational because you've earned the right to be like, no, no, you don't get to that. Plus the girls are older. So I think like the 21 year olds like you ain't fucking telling me that I can't talk to mom. She's like, that's mom. So I'll talk talk to her whenever I want. So, but how petty is he? that he was like, I don't want you talking to her anymore. They're like, fuck you. Like you're barely a dad. Like you're not even around and shit like that here. this just goes to show how fucking creepy this dude is. Dude started dating like a real trash bag, right? Sends a picture to his oldest daughter of his girlfriend in the pool and says, this girl makes me so horny. Sent the picture of his current girlfriend to his daughter. And she's like, why? Why would you think I wanted to fucking hear that? Like, we're not friends on that level. Like, don't fucking send me that shit. That's disgusting. Why, why would you ever think that was a good idea unless you were a piece of shit? Like, why would that ever be a good idea? Dude, that's like that shit family we were talking about. Filming the fucking girl blow that fucking candy lollipop. Like, why would you... A, why would you want to see that? B, why would you film it?
0: Not only that, though, I wouldn't even talk that way to, to my son. No. Because then all you're doing is um, perpetuating... Uh, yeah,
1: being a shitty dude. Being a shitty dude. Like, being a shitty man.
0: That's right, man. So, I mean, that's fucking odd. And... I know
1: in the in the age of like blended genders and stuff like that, I do think that men need to start acting more like men, right? Saying please and thank you, having fucking manners and shit like that. Like you have an obligation to be like a respectful, stand-up, chivalrous dude. We got to stop glorifying like fuckboy attitudes and shit. Like the fact that Chris Brown still send, still sends records after beating the shit out of Rihanna to the point where, like, she had, like, like, like her eye was shut. Why are we glorifying this person? Like, that shit's got to stop, dude. Like, guys need to act. And I'm not talking about guys need to act like man. I'm not talking about that. Men need to start acting like they're men and not boys. Because now the current trend is you can act like a piece of shit and high five your friends and then go, well, you can't tell me what to do because I want it because... We're in that generation now. Nah, dude. Nope. We ain't fucking doing that.
0: Yeah. Now and look, don't get me wrong. I did that when I was younger, you know, like it was the whole machismo against, uh, between your mates and like, Oh, you know, I've, I've had this many women and, Oh, but I beat that number. Yeah. When numbers. you were how old? That's, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Again, late teens, early twenties. Right. So I'm still a dickhead at that point. My brain hasn't finished developing and I'm essentially a fucking infant. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but doing that now is just so fucking weird. You'd assume it would be. Like, you'd assume it would
1: be, but now in the I, in the world where you can't say anything to anybody, you cannot say anything about shit people either because other shit people will pull the cancel card on you. Well, you're not allowed to tell him he's his own man and blah, 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 but he's not a man, is he? Like, he's he's a boy because he's acting like a fucking shitty child who just found his dick for the first time.
0: Yeah, that's it. And I get what you're saying, man. It's not about being a fucking macho man. It's about like taking the street side of the sidewalk, right?
1: Yeah, we had talked about that. Like even something little like that. And I'm not like, look, I'm not saying, and I just posted this, right? If you're a strong, independent woman, I love it, man. That does not mean that you're allowed to be a cunt to everybody. Same thing with men, right? Oh, I forged my, I call it like I see it. Calling it like you see it is one of the fucking stupidest things ever because now all you think you're doing is giving yourself a right to act like a fucking asshole. There's a difference between calling it like you see it and intentionally hurting people's feelings and going, well, that's just the kind of person I am. No, no, because your moral barometer should know better. You should fucking know better. Like, I need to call your motherfucking parents. Like, you should know better because your parents don't fuck something up because you should not be acting like that. So it's just like, I want, of course, I want people to independent. I don't fucking care if you're green and have four extra arms. If you're not hurting anybody else, fucking cares, man. Let the good times roll. But the second guy, girl, fucking whatever, them, I don't give a shit. If you start acting like a piece of shit, I'm going to tell you you're a piece of shit. And it has nothing to do with your pronoun. It has nothing to do with the color of your hair. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. No, if you're being a fucking, if you're being an asshole, you have now... You're not a man, woman, anything. Now you're just an asshole. And I don't care how you try and fucking sugarcoat it.
0: All right. Well, look, we're running out of time, Judge. I know it's really fucking late over there, but I want to just run one more past you, right, with this stepdad thing. Go for it. <clears throat> so here in Australia, it's finally our turn for Father's Day, right? Yeah, that's right. Happy Father's Day. Cheers, man. And, uh, but so with stepdads, like as, as a dad yourself, where do you think, there's, is there a line with, with the gifts that our kids get stepfathers or, or is there like, is there something like a sacred, what's the word I'm trying to look, I'm looking for? Like is no, there no, no, no. I know exactly thing? what you mean. I know. Exactly like what you is mean. there a line of like, what's acceptable to give a stepfather or, and, and then shit, you just don't go that far. Or what what do you reckon?
1: No, because it's up to the kid. So let's just say Hunter picks out because like Nick's a, um, a a fisherman, stuff like that, right? Say he wants his mom to buy him a $200 fucking fishing reel. That's what he wants for him. Buys me a $14 Iron Man figure. I don't give a fuck. I'm give him whatever you want. Because that's coming from the kid. The kid sees something that someone likes, and he wants to celebrate that person with that thing. I don't think there should be a limit on that. I think um, now, as you get older, and like we talk about being more shitty, if you just had a fight with your dad, and you did something above and beyond for your stepdad, despite your dad, that just makes you a temporary asshole. So, no, I don't think there's a limit to that shit. I don't think they should get a Father's Day card. though. I think they should get, like, look, oh, well, they don't have stepfather? Make one, motherfucker. Like, that to me, like, the father, mom, and we talk about this. Dad and mom is the sacred term. Now, if your dad leaves the picture and you and your mom hooked someone else up and that motherfucker takes care of you and did what your dad didn't, you had a father. Now you have a dad. As in, you had someone to dump semen into a woman and then acted like a piece of shit. He ain't your dad. He's just a father. Everyone has one of those. But I think the term like dad, right? Like when someone's your dad, like I know the card says like happy father's day, but Ain't no like happy you're awesome because you're my dad and not my father. That like ain't shit like that. But I think if it's up to the kid and the kid wants to celebrate, someone let him fucking celebrate him. I don't give a fuck. Like at one point he he drew a picture of the people that took care of him uh, for school. It was his grandmother's grandfather. It was me and Sarah. Right, Jenny didn't get all bent out of shape. She goes, I fucking work all the time, and at that point she was in between relationships. Where like, I work all the time. You do more fun stuff with him. I don't give a fuck. I think it's awesome that he did that. And fucking Sarah was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. I'm like, don't. Jenny doesn't care. And I don't think any parent should. As a matter of fact, if the parent feels bad, I think they should turn around and be like, well, what am I not doing for the kid? Again, not the formative 15-year-old where you're trying to be shitty. If an eight-year-old does it, he's not trying to be shitty. An eight-year-old's going to fucking write what they think the fucking truth is at that current time. Now, if the roles are reversed and he just had a great week, said he went to Disney, right? And he wants to put up the people that take care of him. And it's Jenny and her fucking boyfriend. Okay. Because that is what went through that kid's mind at that time. That exactly. Like anything right. else. Yeah. 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 No, I, like I don't think they should get a father's day card. Um, Stepdad card is awesome. Right. Even a stepdad card says you're so awesome. I'm glad I could call you stepdad or you're so awesome. I'm glad I've like, that's fine. But I kind of draw the line at the card, not the gift.
0: Well, look, I think we're just about out of time. I know it's super fucking late over there. One twenty.
1: I still have to box some of this stuff and take a shower because my nuts smell like fucking onions.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah. You're not meant to be storing onions in your underwear, mate.
1: Doesn't matter. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm going to wipe it off on a little fucking piece of paper and send it to you. Yeah. I just want you to sniff it like one of them fucking... Those tester things where the ladies in the mall spray it, I just want you to go like this and Dude, fucking I, breathe in deep. I,
0: I could see you getting the fuck, that obnoxious American shirt, rubbing it on your nuts, and there'd be a note, this is what America smells like.
1: Dude, there's so much stuff that we have, and we literally have had no time to even push it together.
0: Oh, I hear, I hear you, man. I know what it's like. Dude, you, but, you are flat out at the moment. so.
1: But it is the world's worst shirt.
0: <laughs> you're going to fucking love
1: it. And right. I want you to wear it. If you don't wear it, it'll break my heart. I'm telling you that right now.
0: Yeah, no worries. Dude, been...
1: there cannot be any more guns and eagles on this shirt if the fucking shirt was made out of guns and
0: eagles. That being said, guys, look, we still want to get your reviews coming in. You can rate us five stars. I mean, two stars, one star's fine too, but we really like five. So and please... if you send Nick
1: $10, uh, Nick, if you send Nate $10, I will rub a piece of paper on my balls and send it to your house with a love letter on
0: Jesus. Jeff,
1: Jeff, you hear that? Dick sweat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, And yeah, make sure guys hit that bell. So you get the notifications every time an episode drops, Uh, follow, subscribe. You know how it all works, guys. With that, we're going to leave you and we'll catch you again next week. Dads. Happy father's day. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the show. You can follow the podcast as well on social media at Not So Secret Dads Business or on our website, notsosecretdadsbusiness.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate and review the show. It helps more than you realize. Until next time, guys, be the best dad you can be.